Susie Meister, and this is Brain Candy Podcast, and this is episode 566. Ooh, I am looking forward to next episode. Oh I mean, boy. this one's going to be great, too, <laughs> but numerically. I was like, what is she referring to? I do like a 567. 567. How's Susie today in 566? Real, Real good. How are, are you? Good? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I, I voted today. Oh, cool. Are you having elections? We already in- did, and I did. When did you have them? It was a couple weeks ago. It was California. Yeah, we had we did like the the reelection the um, the recall thing. Maybe it's just like what that. Oh no, that's election. a different one. I mean, that's what I'm thinking of. Shit, this did is I not like vote? local. <laughs> well, no, I'm like on, I, I'm stuff. getting stuff in the mail. Yeah, there's we we didn't. There, there yeah. must have been a reason. You know, I the did. first Thursday of November is usually or is voting day. It's always super weird though. Like I'm very grateful for the people who volunteer and everything, but it is never a well oiled machine. Have you ever oh, well, right. I guess you always do mail in, but Yeah. I'm always just like these. I've doofuses. gone to a polling place before though. But it was and in it, it was in a it was in the gated community I lived in. Okay. So maybe it was like a higher <laughs> level of well, no, there was just like four people there. Oh, okay. There was like I mean, nobody. It's like these at the doofuses, station. I'm just like, oh my God, is this a What is the thing do? that annoys you the most? Like they they don't talk. They don't, there's no like structure where they're like, okay, you go here and then you do this. Ah. So you have, you kind of like wander around and and they always. Wait for somebody to hurt you in the right direction. Yeah. And I, I just feel that. like, come on people, let's do something here. And you like anyway. to go in with a plan and information in and out, not wasting yeah. any time. I got things to here? do. She's got things yeah. to do. She's a busy lady. Um, I have, I guess it's time once again for a documentary roundup. <gasps> yes. Because I have just so many that I've watched recently that I need to report on. Um, did you watch the Brittany Murphy one? On, no. I think that one's on HBO Max. No, I didn't. Oh, I'm going to have to get your login for that. <laughs> uh, I'm oh, yeah. paying for it and not watching it, which is even worse. Well, no, I don't approve of that. No. You You got to do it. You got to yeah. log in. It'll be the yeah. Brain Candy account. Yeah. Um, it was really good, and I was glad I watched it, but it's one of those ones where you don't learn anything new, really. Right. She died. It was weird. We don't know what happened, and I still mm. don't. But it was a refresher on, like, what the fuck happened to her? You know, like, she ended up with that cuckoo guy. Do you remember that? Do you think, was it eating disorder related? They talked a her lot death? about that. I mean, they sort of just said, no, her death allegedly was um, pneumonia, but... Nobody really that thinks that's seems true. Like pneumonia seems like a symptom or a, a something. There were other things that. Well, you're saying maybe the the eating disorder contributed to it or something, and like prescription yeah. drugs or whatever. You know, like, like like for example, I feel like there's I don't know enough about this just to to really properly speak on it, but I think there are like the likelihood of like heart conditions goes up. True. If you have an eating disorder, and, and that there's certain all... like things that affect your major bodily functioning. I know. R.I.P. Karen Carpenter. I always think about that. But um, the weird thing is, though, that that creepy husband that everyone's sort of like, what was going on there? He died of the same thing a few months later. 
So then people were what? like, was their, was their house poisoned? Was it like radon? What? Oh, yeah. that, 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 nope, nope. That's not a thing that happens. He does, nope, nope. I did not, I have questions. Are you sure I wouldn't learn anything new? Well, <laughs> I thought you knew that part. No. Yeah, that like, is a big old mystery. Some people thought he killed her or like, you know, kind of like gave her too many prescription drugs type of deal. He um, died of the same fucking thing. Yeah. We're not We're not curious about this? I am, but they looked into it and I don't the coroner was even on there. Fuck. And she was like, I don't know what to tell you people. That that is what they do. They take a piece of your lung out when they do the autopsy and they toss it in a bucket of water and see if it floats. And if it doesn't, then that yeah, they know but you like had what caused the pneumonia? Well, what are the options? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a forensic pathologist, but well, we they, need one of those people. They raised the question of like, Quick, was their house? Google it. <laughs> I forget that they what 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 they thought it might be. Something about gas or poison in the house. Like the right. house was the problem. Right. But they said that probably wasn't it. It yeah, just sort like, of left you, you have questions. To- and they're like, oh, they're dead, so it doesn't matter. I have, I have, I'm, I'm not okay with that. You got to watch this then. You got to, because then I need to report back on what you think, like Sarah Rice Coroner. I'm going to go on a whole, it's going to be a whole part-time job for me to then <laughs> investigate what kind of things cause pneumonia. Reporting. Yeah, this it's is going to be like when I, when, when they, when we saw Don't Fuck With Cats yeah, and those people, Yeah, I'm gonna be like that lady ne- that next. Yeah, I'm just gonna get really invested in the Brittany Murphy case. This <laughs> the cold case. You know what it is? I think I have a special place for Brittany Murphy in my heart as a curly haired gal from Clueless. Clueless. I really her character. I, I really that really resonated with me. Like, did you you connected with that? For sure. How <laughs> so? Like it wasn't just the curly hair. I, I it was her. It. it was like being the kind of she wore overalls. She showed up with, and she like ends up having like a, a cru- like they want her to have a crush on that. They want her to be one type of girl, but she's like, nah. Actually, I have a crush on the skater guy who's like showing me cool tricks on a skateboard and like you know. Wow, I didn't even think of all this when I was watching it. I didn't I think cause so I- am Brittany Murphy's character wow. in that movie. Yeah. Well, is it like My Fair Lady where then at the end she's all pretty and cool? No, or? I mean, no. It's almost like the, the – where, yeah, they try to make her into that, but then she kind of settles into her – into being more just like – Who she really is. Who she is because she ends up with the skater guy. Okay. And they're like, right. oh, look at how – like, you know. Yeah. Even the one who they were like, oh, don't go for him. He's like a – and then she did. She knew what she wanted. She knew what she wanted. They talked about that film and how, you know, she was just so darn likable and that's truly how she was. Just like she lit up a room and stuff. And I mean, if I had to say how they described the tragedy. don't feel nothing like steel. That's her favorite line. <laughs> she says that. And they're doing the buns of steel workout. She's like, I've been doing this for 20 minutes. and These buns don't feel nothing <laughs> like steel. They, I love it. If I had to sum up sort of the message, it was just that Hollywood is an effed up place where um, women in particular are made to feel like garbage 
no matter what. And even when they're pretty, they're not pretty enough. Even when they're skinny, right. they're not skinny enough. She felt that like that afterwards, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and then she lost all that weight. And Did people, people really thought like that she was fat in that movie? Is that it, the thing? Just, um, what are yeah, they, not I, as I, desirable. Ugh, that is awful that, that, that we're even, she, I look at that and I think she is a tiny, tiny person. Even like whenever you are like, auditioning ugh. for stuff, you know how they give you like the description of the role? Yes. That kind of stuff is so damaging. I Because it'll that's be like the, ugly duckling, whatever, you know. I think that I feel that way about children who get cast in the role of, of characters like that and what they say to that child and who's providing that child's. This is a, if it doesn't exist, I, I just can't. I just want to be an onset therapist. I just want to do that. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering what I'm doing and you can watch me, I'm picking off all my nail polish and making a little pile of it next to me as we talk about this. You guys should uh, Don't worry, I'm all this. done. So it's a, <laughs> The video version is on Patreon and uh, it does get rave reviews. People do enjoy yeah, watching our nonsense. Like me picking off my nail polish. Anyways, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that one was good. I think you good. would like it. Okay. Um, that freaking untold series that I mentioned before about the female mm. boxer and whatever the sports ones, I did finally watch the Caitlyn Jenner one. Yeah. Let me preface this because mm-hmm. I don't want to mess anything up, but you know how traditionally with trans mm-hmm. folks, you don't dead name, you know, you don't. Are we going to talk their... about how they call him dad? No, <laughs> no, I'm actually fine with that. Okay, I had questions about that. Continue. Sorry, I interrupted okay. you. I was like, "There's no way you're going to talk about this." I had questions too. Traditionally, you don't dead name. You don't use their former name, right. and and um, you don't use the the wrong pronoun, even if you're referring to them from that time, uh, right? Before they transitioned, right? But Caitlin does this about herself, and she says, "How?" I'll, like she, it's, I would describe it as like disassociating. Like, oh, it probably is. Two different people. Yeah. That, she that makes refers more to Bruce as like having won person. the Olympics. And she says, people say Caitlin won the Olympics. She didn't. Bruce did. And I am proud of him. That is what she says. And so then I get the mixed up. Okay. And wow. so now I, I just to, want to preface it by saying. But I think that is part of the thing about Caitlyn is that she is not typical right. and it can be seen as problematic, especially in the trans community. And I'm sure there's not there. Well, not I'm sure I know there isn't a one size fits all way to respond to going through that process. There isn't. But if I were to dead name somebody or use the wrong pronouns that would typically be seen as very insensitive oh i mean more like the dissociating part yeah i agree with you on that i think that is shocking but like you said like there are a lot of things where like i feel like she's also voting against her and like running against her a lot of her own interests right (laughs) well right and i think that that it brings up a lot of like how caitlin lived most of her life as a presenting as a white man mm-hmm. and not just that but a rich mm-hmm. powerful very masculine seeming mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. and he, she 
Steel kind of wields that power that we see with like uh-huh. white men mm-hmm. and feels like that, you know, that sense of like conservatism where they think you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You got to work really hard. You got to be disciplined. And if you don't, sorry, you don't get money or whatever. Mm-hmm. That kind of like personal responsibility ethos. Mm-hmm. And so even though she's yeah. transitioned now, she's still kind of pre- behaving right. like a typical wow. white guy. That's really weird. That's really interesting. um, I know you know some trans folks. Mm -hmm. In your experience, before they transitioned, didn't they Mm -hmm. usually, there was like evidence of either gender dysphoria or maybe some code switching? Long, long term, like like for a long time. Yeah, their whole life. Whole life. And if anything, it was just different knowing which... Like, maybe it's I'm gay or maybe, yes, you right, know, that kind exactly. of thing. Yes. But with Caitlin, it really didn't feel like that to me until right before she transitioned. And that it's seems very odd too. Right. So I was I, really, I felt it was a compelling thing. What do you think about some, her? There's also some, I, the, another interesting factor is the... The way that the family cared about fame and notoriety and publicity and the kind of things that were rewarded and incentivized and and praised in that fa- in the family and it just it's it's very interesting. <laughs> That's that a nice I, way to say it. Right. That I just think that like <laughs> that I feel almost like maybe there was this pressure to almost follow. Not that that is something that would push somebody towards making a or I should say aligning themselves with something that they've always believed about themselves. But Maybe it felt like, I don't know, like more okay to do it because it's, you you have this like environment that really... More okay to transition, you mean? Yeah. And to almost embrace feminine beauty standards. That's mm-hmm. more like it of like, you know? Yeah. Know. It's interesting. I mean, I liked watching all the what? footage. What? Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I liked watching all the footage from the Olympics because while I knew um, Caitlin was a decathlete and had won the gold and all of that, I mean, that, uh, I guess it's called an event, not event, that sport yeah. is so incredible. Yeah. And what it took for her to accomplish that was so amazing. It was very emotional to watch. And she frames it as, I was so desperate to kind of prove my masculinity mm-hmm. that, you know, that's what came of it, where you kind of like yeah. defy the odds because yeah. you're just, it's about identity and value yeah. and worth. And You see this from the NFL players who've hid their homosexuality and like sexual or gender, well, right. sexual identity for a long time. 
So I guess I can can see that, but it just doesn't read that way to me. Yeah, I would I would be curious to know what her mom says. Like, what are the comments about like growing up? Like, was there anything? Yeah. And not again. I'm not looking for holes in anybody's story here. This isn't about like you know. At least no. for me, I'm like not. I just I I. I think when anybody puts themselves in a in a, like the limelight and like is very um, you know open with their story and everything that happened, I want to hear the different parts of that, the different yeah. things that because also I, w- I don't feel like it is a representation like one person's story is is not a representation of all trans people's stories. No. But I definitely don't think Caitlyn is typical at all. Right. I don't either. And it's hard to know the causation of it. Mm-hmm. Is it fame? Is it... Right. I even knew somebody that thought that back in the 70s when Caitlyn was an athlete, there was a lot more um, of performance-enhancing drugs that we couldn't test for. And right. they thought that oh Caitlyn's um, yeah. gender... Uh, shift may mm-hmm. have been triggered, like it was latent, and then was triggered by chemical intervention. Yeah, that I actually, don't know anything about there, that. All those things could be like that's really, you know, I would, I would also, I would love to see a brain scan too, because you know that how they say that I believe is the hippocampus. There's a certain area of the brain that matches a. a that that matches like um basically like somebody who's bio like assigned gender at birth is male and then transitions their brain scans will look the same very similar and light up in the same areas that a uh woman who biological born born uh. female yeah, that does. kind of stuff would really interest me because that, it is that's so complicated. how I've always felt of like that's the we said this when when there was that argument made for um oh well I can, if I identify as black then I can just say no you can't because I was your brain, just like, thinking about not, Rachel Dolezal. Yes, it was that. My it was God. and I think that was my argument. I'm like it, this isn't something where like there's a biological difference you can look at a scan of a brain and be like See how that's the same? And, no, sorry. That's not how that yeah. works. Yeah. Well, I would recommend it. See what you think. Let me know because that's Caitlyn Jenner's story is really something. I mean, she is not likable at all. <laughs> not at all. And like, <laughs> really? I, I just not. No. <laughs> like back before the transition when I see interviews from the Olympic time, she seemed m- – more likable and sort of down to earth, but Caitlin now, boy, she's a pip. Pip. I mean, she is. She's a pip. She's just like real, I don't know, blunt and arrogant and just sort of like tactless a lot. Yeah. Caitlin. Yeah. Cool it. Yeah. This is true. That's funny. Any hoodles. Uh, So that was good. Big hair Um, will give you permission to say whatever's on your mind. Is that right? (laughs) It kind of feels like that. Kind of does sometimes. Uh, The the right pair of heels. You know how I get when I put on my boots. Yeah. 
You get big dick energy when you right. feminize. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. That's so funny. Uh, I watched the John Wayne Gacy documentary on Peacock. That was ooh. like fucking five episodes. It was way too long. It should have been. Yeah, that's last, a lot but... of John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> it was. Is he the but, one who dressed up like a clown? Yeah. Yes, yeah, he's the clown. And he, that one was interesting for me because this could never happen now. And, but, because, you know, like we have cameras and there's so much better. DNA. How, what, the what, I don't even know the story. Well, I guess the funniest part about it to me is that, you know, they found 28 or 29 bodies in his, buried, you know, in his house, and he claims he didn't do it. <laughs> I love how Susie, like, hangs her, like, the, the funniest part of this, like, she finds because the humor in it. I did he not know. He claims that he didn't do it. Yeah, I thought, so to this day. <laughs> Well, he's dead. Well, he's dead, but like... Yeah, until until his dying day, he publicly claimed he didn't do it. And I just love that because it's like the shaggy defense. Like, it wasn't me. Right. What? what, Or like like the kid who's got like the frosting all over his face. And mom's like, who ate the cupcakes? And the kid's like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It could have been. Or my favorite. I have my own personal one of these stories that I laugh about. Every now and then it just pops up in my head and I giggle. Um... My little brother and I were playing a game of hide-and-go-seek, and my mom has this chair. Um, God, we had it forever. It was this beautiful, like, leather cigar chair, and it was, like, a, uh, just, like, this rich, like, beautiful leather color, like that reddish kind of leather color. And I was hiding behind the chair, and it was, you know how uh, you can kind of, like, carve into leather a little bit or like if you like scratch it it'll make it lighter yeah yeah what'd well, you write I, sarah I was here sarah is cool <laughs> on the back of the chair then blamed it on my little brother <laughs> yes i didn't do that mom i swear that was jordan meanwhile no. he can't can't write or spell and also no. he's praising he his older sister on the back of his chair He's writing. He just, just really like, looks up to me. He just really loves me, Mom. No, I swear, Mom, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. I deserved whatever punishment I got. Oh, my God. That is one of my favorite. Like, I, to this day, I can remember. And it was probably W-U-Z, too. <laughs> just so you're wondering. Right. Just in case. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll, I remember, oh, my God, I can remember to this day that I had trouble uh, that's when I discovered that uh, on certain things, when you're going to do lettering, you have to have all right angles because you can't really make a circle. It doesn't work, so you have to make it kind of like a square. So she learned like, like really the geometry I, like, of graffiti. Yeah, it was like lessons in, in, in calligraphy. I was learning. <laughs> oh, God. That is classic Sarah, I got to say. Classic Sarah. I don't know why. Well, I'm she sure is we cool. can break that down, but she, she is. And gosh darn it, she's going to tell you all about it. I'll tell you what else is cool. How about these gorgeous earrings oh. I'm wearing? Oh my gosh! Tell me, did you get Ana Luisa? Yes. <laughs> Aren't oh. they great? Well, I just ordered some. I want mm-hmm. some, mine to come in the mail. I've got some rings though. Oh yeah, I got yeah. A, a a black stone ring. I love their jewelry because it's sustainable, and they started thirty nine bucks. Like this is I never take gonna it break the bank. Yeah. That's the thing. They're classic pieces. So pretty. Yeah. 
timeless. And I love all the studs they have. They have so many. They have everything. Hoops, bracelets, necklaces. I'm everything. super into two different earrings. That thing that everybody's doing with like the whole a whole bunch of different earrings. Like Yeah. Okay, so that's what I I ordered like ring and then I got like a set that was one like a different one. And yes. it kind of reminds me of like Prince. I don't know why. It like has like a a like a like a pointy it, Let cool me ask symbol. you this. Yes. Is am I having a midlife crisis? Oh, oh. or yeah. should can is, yep. can I get more? Yes, do it. Or both. Let's do it together. I want to do it too. Both, both. How Fine. many do you have? Just two. How many holes? And just two in one, each. One, one. Yeah. And we definitely need true? more. Yes. I know. What are we waiting for? Wow. Because I had five over here, but five? I tried to pop. I know. Well, I was very edgy. Whoa, uh, Susie. <laughs> I was a real rebel, Sarah. Uh, wait, okay, so let me tell you the deal on oh, yeah, Lisa. You got to check like this out. Planning on Go to jewelry we're buying. <laughs> But then we will talk about that. Right. Shop.analuisa.com slash brain candy. Absolutely recommend them. Starting at 39 bucks, currently running the biggest sale of the year, too. So you can get 20% off when you go to shop.analuisa.com slash brain candy. But for real, like, what if we got yeah. a bunch of holes I, and then put really elegant, beautiful I love pieces it. I in think there. it looks so, so beautiful. I, agree. I need like two more. And I like, ha- like, on one having. Like different sizes and doing like the dangly one on the, yep, mm-hmm. I love it. It's, I think it's super cool. Okay, this is great. Yep. Even yep. if it is a midlife crisis, who cares? Who the fuck? There are holes in your, uh, in your body that, by the way, your skin's just gonna like get old and saggy and then like suck up the hole. Like you won't even notice <laughs> it. That's what's like what? happening to my face on all the things I had pierced. You can't even tell. I tried it's to get fine. Adam to poke through the third one because I was like, it's still the open. It's oh, just got, you got to you. just meet resistance. Yeah. And he, he was like, I am not doing that because it's closed for business. Oh. Well, <laughs> like, you know what? Well, I, look at here. I should not tell you how to do this on like Tell on the me, air, tell me. It, sometimes it's the fear. Of, like you need, you need to poke it through and have someone to poke it into because like it, oh. you can't just – so get a cork and put a cork against the back of your ear. Because he needs some pressure. Like, he needs... I know what he's... Ta- like, it'll feel like... You need something to resist it or the okay. skin will keep stretching. And then it feels like, whoop, I shouldn't be doing this. But if you had that stopper behind it, and then you just go... <laughs> you'll, you <laughs> can do that. No problem. Salt. This is... I, I've, I've re-poked through these second holes a couple yeah. times. My okay. skin closes up real fast. I've done... Uh, no problem. It does make a funny kind of noise that oh. is a little bit gross. <laughs> okay. But. On that note, shop. On a <laughs> Lisa.com slash brain candy. No, it's great. You guys will love it. I'll put they it on Instagram. They do not Instagram. promote poking yourself. No. That's just Sarah. <laughs> That's all us. That's all me. Um, okay. Yeah. John Wayne Gacy. God, okay. yeah. My nose yeah, is so the hard he did, one like, to get the, the ring through. Once. Okay. Let me ask you about the nose thing because yeah. as you might recall, I had my nose pierced. Yeah, I do remember this. But like how come for you it never like – the hook part never kind of like pops out the nostril and like because hangs I don't out. have those kind. What do you I have get, in there? I got the kind that had little balls on either end. Oh, like a and bar. So, yeah, it would be a like so screw on. You can do the screw on, but I did one where you just popped it in. It was like the 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 one end is is bigger and it just kind of stayed in there and it wouldn't really it wouldn't come out. Do you think that that would be too midlife crisis-y of me? No, I love all of this. You're talking... 
And my next, my downstairs neighbor, 73, she's got a nose ring. We have matched every person in my building. Every woman has a nose ring. No. And we are all over the age of 35. It's a coven. That's a coven it's, now. It, we yeah. for sure are in a coven here. <laughs> like, yes. T- like, uh, we're okay, old ladies. Right. I'm, I'm the young one in the group, I'll say. And they're all, like, over four, like, 45. She's 73 yeah. with a nose ring. She looks fucking Badass fantastic. Yeah. Oh, for sure. What do you have in now? You have a ring in? I got a ring. I've oh, I've had this ring in for years. I I it's great. It's a like 18 karat gold or whatever and it just um um it it snaps in so like the ring like the ring closes and it snaps shut. So you can it it almost seems like an invisible um, circle like you you can't yeah. tell where the hole is. So it doesn't ever get stuck on anything and it could just freely spin and I'm not allergic to it and it never it's, I never even noticed that it's there. All Except right, when I'm trimming posted. my nose hairs. In oh, which case, yeah. I just What have do to you move do? Is it. Oh, <laughs> there's like a two step process. Yeah. Depends. How am I trimming my nose hairs? If we're going. Sometimes I get really crazy and I wax them. No. I love it. I, I, I mean, don't do it. It's probably terrible. You put for you or wax something. up your nose? Like, just like a little in the little end. And like, it's like, it feels you. good. Wow. Hurts so good over it. there. Oh, are you like the pain is not the problem. What is it? Well, I mean, there's no problem for me, but like, I think maybe some like ear, nose, and throat doctor would probably be like, you need that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like only because I like keep most of it. I'm not going crazy with this. It's just like the little. little, I mean, I I like the sound of it because I really don't enjoy the trimming process. Oh, really? You just get the little. I just feel like it grows back too fast. Well, I mean, that is true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, John Wayne Gacy's big <laughs> murderer. And um yeah, he he buried all these clowns. No, they weren't. <laughs> he, he was a cl- <laughs> he buried all these boys. Oh, that's great. I love it. I love it. In oh. his uh, basement and then was like, I don't know how they got there. And um But like yeah, really, I- what if he didn't? Do we have enough evidence to say that he definitely did it? I think you could make the case that maybe other people helped him or were involved. Like, what if, like, he, he doesn't have any brothers or something like that? Like, like, well, he had, like, a couple I guys. I love how Sarah's going to, like, solve the crime by just asking, like, four <laughs> loosey-goosey questions after having no... Uh, wondering if he was the one who wore the clown suit was the first question I asked. Now <laughs> I'm going to solve double. the murder. Right. He did have some guys that he was he was banging that... How, they dug the part under the basement, but they thought that it was for plumbing. Like, that's what they say. And they've never oh. been charged, and they lived on. Right, right. And Oh, yeah. That, so he, I guess you could on. think maybe they were involved somehow. But, I mean, John Wayne had this trick where he would put handcuffs on himself. And then he would turn around, and he would get them off. And he would say to the guy, do you want me to show you how to do the trick? And the guys would say oh. yes. And then he'd put the handcuffs on them. And he's like, the trick is you have to have the key. And then he'd oh, murder them. Oh, God. So if anyone asked you to put handcuffs on, Sarah, I'm looking know, at you kinky. <laughs> Listen, anytime anybody would ask me to do that, we've already discussed a whole bunch of stuff. And I know exactly where that key is. There's an extra po- copy in my pocket or something. Okay, good. Because that scares me. Once they safety told me that is story, rule number like, one. 
I would totally. Please, and I'm not doing any of this, anything with any. Please, and also I talk a big game. I've like, ne- like, it's more <laughs> I talk ideas. A big game. It's like, it's like. Well, I yeah, read this in a fantasy. book one time. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, okay. Just keep your eyes peeled for any the like weirdness, yeah. any clowns. Keep my eyes peeled. Keep my eyes peeled for anybody putting handcuffs on me. That also looks like they could put me in their basement. Yeah. Um, okay. Next up, New Zealand held their annual Bird of the Year contest. Who knew they oh. even had one? Well, Guess who the winner was, though? Okay. Is it a real bird? It. No. I knew it wasn't going to be a real bird. Is it a bird? Not, no, it's not even a fake bird. It's a freaking bat. What? That's not, no, 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 no. This is when they, this is like, this is like when they gave, what is it, Michael Scott, the Woman of the Year Award? (laughs) I don't know. That was like on an episode of The Office or something like that. Like that's, that's this. (laughs) No. They allowed. You don't qualify. They, (laughs) they, even though a bat is a mammal, they decided to let it in the contest to raise awareness because apparently this bat is um endangered and it was like a you know kind of like a gimmicky thing to help okay. save the bat what kind of bat it had a really weird name like para para togao or something like oh, that that's fun um i would argue that a bat is the least exciting of the flying things that aren't birds and yeah. have they seen flying squirrels and i know we have some good endang- right yeah good choice snakes they're ju- undulating, flying is, from trees. <laughs> that is such a good point. There are so many other non-bird flying things that would have been better. And probably on the endangered species list. The, when did this come out? This also feels like a Halloween. Uh, oh, this could yeah, have been a Halloween. In October. It was in you the know, New York In the Times. same way I found out that um, my toothbrush story happened to launch on National Brush Day. So oh, that felt like, yeah. okay, I see what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was in October, so maybe it was to capitalize yeah. on all the spooky season festivities. You know. Yep. But don't you think it's for a good cause? Or do you yeah, feel like, I mean, I'm like totally ballot for stuffing? It. I'm, to- I'm, I'm, you know how I, I, I want to help all living things, but I also uh, am a rule follower. And yeah. if it's the bird, if we're selecting the bird of the year, also there are endangered birds. <laughs> right okay this is yeah. totally the we've selected a man of uh, for woman of the year thing where it's like yeah but look look at all the great yeah. work he's done well i know that but look at all the there are also women who've done great work what Give did you think in that, um, where's the mammal society what the fuck are they doing where's they, their award they said that like there's only a couple bats so it in new zealand so the the mammal bat contest wouldn't have been very exciting so they kind of like you know blurred the lines uh they should rename the contest then though and yeah and for i i have so many things i can't they have so many how holes. you are no i am because i don't like when people have a bad argument for why they're doing whatever you can either say oh i don't know it was just fun but don't give me like what's my favorite thing to say? don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining don't do it yeah, that's what I told. I that I'm like, no, that isn't because also you're saying, oh, the bat contest wouldn't have been fun. Well, 
It's not a bat contest. It would be a mammal contest, in which case it would be so exciting because you're Australia or, or New Zealand. <laughs> which New one did you say? New Zealand. New Zealand. E- New Zealand. Either way, you also have exciting animals there too. They're neighbors, so it's the same. Mm-hmm. So don't say that because birds, that's one category. M- mammals, that's another category. Bats is not a category in the same way birds is. I know this because... One of our listeners or somebody sent us that thing about the breakdown of animal species. Oh, sapiens. That's where we read this. Mm-hmm. I have it right here. But on the other hand, it's so funny you mentioned that book because when I read this article, I thought about how when humans got to New Zealand, we ruined everything. <gasps> we did. And that's why so many of these are still endangered and stuff is because we keep messing We're everything like, up. We're like, here's your award. Yeah. <laughs> Your problem solved. Oh god, we got you an award. Oh fuck that. Man. Fuck that. There there is that whole breakdown of that was a really exciting thing to learn, actually. Like really helpful thing. Yes. That I and the as first I was extinction. reading it, I was like, man, people on the podcast are really going to appreciate that I'm learning this information right now. I really should go back and reread that section so that I could speak about it with a little more uh, you know. But yeah. I would for my um, book club book, because Sapiens was my book club book, I think in September. Yeah. And my November book is The Choice by Dr. Edith Eager. I hope you read it, Sarah, because oh, Dr. Eager. I was Eager, thinking this month I'll read all three. Whoa. Oh, you will be I'm so glad done with because mine, so. she is a Holocaust survivor. That's Dr. Oh, yeah. Eager. Yeah. But now she she's 96 now and she is a psychologist. Cool. And so she. Half of the book is about the experience in the Holocaust, and then the other half is about her life afterwards and why she studied psychology and how she helps people um, with their trauma because, hell, I mean, if anybody can speak to that, Uh she can. And it is so inspiring. The book is called The Choice because she argues that, you know, life is so horrible and you can have terrible things happen to you, but you still have a choice to be a survivor and overcome and make the most of your life. And it really, if you, most people that say that stuff, you're like, yeah, what do you know? You don't know about pain and suffering, but. Right. She does. You can't say that to Edith. Can't say that. Can't say that to Edith. Yeah. Ooh, that's she, good. I will check that out. I was reading an article where she was interviewed and she said, you track every time you say, I can't, I need, I should. I'm trying and replace it with I want, I'm willing, I choose, I am. Wow, I love that. She's so helpful, I think. Those to, little and- tricks, you know what I say? Like these are, they make a huge impact on our brain. Yeah. Because there's meaning attached to every single one of those things. If we really break that down, this is what I, I, I do with clients. Like I take that, each one of those words, I can't. Or whatever. It's, okay, tell me what that means to you. What happens mm-hmm. in your brain when you say, I can't? Tell me all the other little thoughts. Like if we were to think of that, I can't, as a rock we're throwing into a pond and all the little ripples that come from that. And push back on those things. And understand what other messages those things are telling your brain. You're not just saying, I can't do this. You're saying, I failed as a person in my role as a mother or whatever it is. And that is what is so mm, difficult. Like it, it, it affects yeah. us in all these ways. So I love changing those words in just a small way has a 
it changes the rock that you just threw into the pond. It changed the mm-hmm. ripple. It changes what happened. Maybe it makes it so we don't throw a rock in. All that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and she said, you know, don't be your own jailer. Don't be the person holding you back. Because it ain't worth it, man. You should, if you guys are thinking about joining book club, I I hope you do. Um, We have so much fun. Last time, Sarah. What? Our meeting last, well, it was the end of October. I called Sarah right after and I cried laughing. It was so funny to me because the meeting was like two and a half hours. Like it's not usually that long, but we were just having a chin wag about whatever. Yeah. And it was just so funny. I mean, we talk about serious stuff. We talk about funny stuff. Yeah. Anyway, you can join for any price you can it's afford. It's so fun. We and people came so dressed much. up. Yes. As people Lincoln. Came <laughs> yeah, Isabel dressed up as Lincoln for Halloween at the book club meeting. It was so funny. So funny. But anyway, um, that book I find so inspiring. So if you're thinking about joining, we're going to be talking about that at the end of November. Yes. Um, oh, well, my technically God. Technically, very beginning of December. True. December Yeah, 2nd, it's on the 2nd. So you have some extra days to read it. When you just said the thing, though, about don't uh, piss on my leg and tell me it's raining, yeah. it reminded me of Judge Judy. And you know how she has that new Yeah, that's series? who says that. I, sa- yeah. I said she that's had a book. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah she, has a, she has a book with that title. But her show, Judge Judy, ended, and now she's doing one called Judy Justice. And today, Judy actually, Justice sounds like a superhero version. Yeah, that's totally like her does. alter ego. Instead of a cape, she wears a judge's robe. Yes. Um, anyway, in Business Insider today, right before we started recording, I read this article about how she's had the same two executive producers for decades. And one of them is a man. And tons of people have accused him of sexual abuse and, <gasps> and harassment and t- racial discrimination, all these terrible oh. things. And she sticks by him and like what? defends him. Uh oh. I'm mad about Uh-oh. it. Uh oh. I don't like that at all. No way. Uh-oh. And the well. they, Business in, Insider had the exclusive and they interviewed all these former employees and how, you know, he would basically, if you wouldn't date him, he would retaliate, that kind of thing. Isn't that awful? Judy, come on now. I know. M- maybe she had an experience that wasn't positive for her and, and she has to. Hold on to certain narratives in order to, in a way, kind of disassociate from her. That's only me making assumptions. I don't know anything about they were what's like, going well, on. She but doesn't trust very many people, and she really trusts him, so she just will defend him to the death. No, but that's not a thing. I don't, what, I don't like that. That is not okay, Judith right. Scheindlin. Right. I don't like that. I do not yeah. like that. So we'll see what happens. That just came out, yeah. so... Dang. I hope something. What a douchebag. Yeah. I, speaking of Judy. Excuse me. I, did I you do a little burpee? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know I'm those trying to drink perp- more water, and that's all of a sudden come with, like, consequences, because my body's like, there what are. are you doing hydrating us? <laughs> oh, like having to you pee know- like a freaking racehorse and burping like crazy. It's body doesn't know what to do, and I'm taking care of it. Yeah, it's like, pick your poison. Do you want to mm. die of dehydration or burp on the air? Um, have you seen, speaking of Judy, those Judy, like, um, emergency preparedness kits or something? I see them a lot on Instagram. They're like orange and they're really cute. Oh, I do. I think I have seen these. Yes. Yeah. I thought they looked cool. And, you know, I do love like, what do they call those? Like just, you know, a bunker kit or whatever you call that. Prepper kit. 
doomsday prepper. Um, but this was in the New York Times, and it was talking about how these new versions of the kits are like, first of all, cost prohibitive to people that most need them. Like most right. of the people that are going to be affected by climate change disasters are not in a position to spend all that money on these. I believe I looked at what the kit had in it and was like, okay, I'll t- copy those ideas. Absolutely. Just make your own in a Tupperware right. bin, a Rubbermaid yes. bin. Place. And, like, I get that it's not as Instagrammable, but, like, why would you be Instagramming oh. your kit anyway? So dumb. That's a really good um, housewarming gift. That's a great idea. Yeah. You just put it together for somebody, and then they don't have to worry, and it's not very expensive. You just get a a, a thing for, you know, you put it together. Mm-hmm. Doomsday, a prepper kit. Got some I love water, that. Got some cans. Got some... Don't and you call yours a go bag? It, I do call mine a go bag. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's is a go bag. She's yep. on the go. She's a lady on the move. I'm a lady on the go. Yep. Yep. But mm-hmm. I, I like that they said that because I never thought about it. I mean, it's great if people are prepared. That's always good. But if it's only available to people that have a lot of money. Yeah. You know who, who was always really good at this were all my friends that were Mormon. What? They tended, they always had stockpiles and they always seemed like they were prepped for the end of the world. I don't know now, if that's part of it. this is interesting. Yeah. Wonder I don't know why. if it's just like the people that I knew that were Mormon just happened to like that, but, or maybe the, the like Venn diagram of couponers and. Yeah. Like organized yeah. ladies. Yes. Maybe there's some that's overlap there. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I like things like that. A little subculture. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that I, I I remember being like, hmm, is they had a whole, I remember her having a whole bunch of pads and then me asking about tampons and then them telling me that they couldn't use tampons because uh, that was too like, sexy. Go went up wow. with the day. And then I, I was read like, a- oh, I'm, I'm using, at that time I was using like the OB, no, oh, no yeah. just regular like. I used to use those. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, those are good for the environment because no, yeah, no applicator. Yeah, I had no problem. And also, it's my fucking, that's my, my it's, vagina. I don't have no problem little, with this. I have it's a shallow a little vagina. Rough. Well, you've no, I've, to, I've said too much. <laughs> right, right, right. Everything's I right there. I don't know what it's like for other people, though. I did read a great article about how um, some people on Instagram and stuff, some Mormon ladies, are trying to get the church to sanction comfortable undergarments you know how they wear the um they have to wear these undergarments and they are like basically wool they're scratchy and it's the same material since the oh my god and and like they get yeast infections and okay you know i would never i can't be mormon for a lot of reasons but just for that alone (laughs) i'm I'm too sensitive for 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 special undergarments yeah like these Sacred garments are a very important part of religious life, but these ladies are like sacred garments gave you yeast infected down there. I'd be like, I'm definitely cursed. I'm cursed. This is the devil's work. Sorry, continue. <laughs> You're trying to get a story out. No, interrupt. Well, they're just trying to get the the powers that be, which of course happen to be all men, to to be like guys, and they're all like ninety years old. These men, right. and, they, and they don't even know what a vagina is, right? Right. And these gals are like, look, we love Jesus and everything. We love God. But this is not doing our vaginas any favor. 
I have a bunch of questions <laughs> for that religious affiliation. Is that the okay. word I'm for? Okay. Late recently. Oh, With really? The the, the well, only thing. because certain certain no the certain um. Sometimes words, phrases. That, remember a while back we, we were really interested in uh, reading the articles on pegging and how that kind of made its way through the, the lexicon of like, I don't know. Pegging? Yeah. In um, the Mormon now, community? Not Mormon community specifically, but we were talking oh, about Christians. that with religious, like Christians yes. like doing that. Well, mm-hmm. the one that I'm hearing now uh, is uh, uh, s- soaking. What is so? You don't know about this? No. Oh, was, is okay, this about okay. pee? Like is a golden shower? That? Yes. It's nope. Okay. You do know about. You probably do know about this. I don't think so, I do, Sarah. And I have sent. This is. I read an article just this morning on this where where they have interviewed multiple. And there's this is definitely going on. Um, so penetration and like the in, in and out isn't allowed. But apparently, if you insert penis into the vagina and just don't move, they call it soaking. I didn't know it was called that, but I've uh-huh. heard of that. And then, and then it other, doesn't count. It doesn't count. I this other woman. That and wouldn't even I, be fun. I though. hope this isn't true, but I think it probably is, which is the worst part. Is that it? It's even. Oh my god! I can't believe people are doing this. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, and I'm sure there's a, a fun name for it that's just terrible. But it's when the guy is doing that, but then he has like friends underneath the bed or something, or I don't know where on the bed, Shut but they bounce it. So that, and if they do it, it doesn't count as him doing it. Uh-huh. This is their version of like the butthole one. You know how people yeah. do that and they yeah. think that doesn't count. Yeah. Or it also reminded me of like when you can't use electricity on the Sabbath and they come up with a weird a bunch of like workarounds. There's a lot of workarounds, around. yeah. There's a lot. This seems like that. I'm like, this is that. And don't we all know what's happening here? Yeah. So there was apparently a girl- this is a whole thing. I meant to talk about this last episode, but this, this, I was like, we have to talk about this. I can't like leave it just sitting there on my notes. So this, this guy will put his penis yes. in the vagina. Correct. But since he's not, which... I'm sorry, but that still counts. Of course it does. And also as somebody who has, has uh, uh, worked with couples uh, in, in different, like, this is, a, this is a, a, a therapeutic treatment for premature ejaculation as well. Oh. Yeah. Because then they and can last longer because it sucks so bad. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, it just slows everything down and it I'll like say, just get comfortable stand here. Still. And, you but know, every now and the then thing. I kind of like just like just hang out in there and just like. That's fine. Out. Is that weird? If you're into that, that's great. But you can't pretend that's not sex because if your partner oh, did that with someone sex. else, would you be like, what? He didn't cheat. They, he didn't no, thrust. No. <laughs> yes, totally. But I feel like the problem isn't with between the relationship. It's with the big guy upstairs. Okay, but he's not an idiot up there. I know this. <laughs> Susie, you're the one who you're the you've got the PhD in this. You tell me. Oh my god, I cannot imagine the mental gymnastics you would have to do to convince yourself. I can't yourself. believe that this word has been 
Oh, they call it jump humping. <laughs> oh my god, I knew it was. I knew it was was something terrible. Who's even it. jumping though? That isn't even an the, accurate description. The, you're right. They just needed a word that rhymed with hump. They needed it. And you know what? I'm not mad at them for that. So he puts his penis oh. in the vagina, doesn't move an inch, and mm-hmm. then someone goes under the bed and like pushes it up and down. I'm looking at this Vice article. Yes, that is it. Mm-hmm. Marinating what else the penis in vaginal fluid without Marinate. creating any friction. Why do we have to use that word? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Jump humping. Okay, it's called. It requires enlisting a friend to jump on the bed to create sex-like movement and friction oh, without either sexual either sex partner actually moving. I mean, some to be Mormon honest, teens have convinced themselves that putting a penis in a vagina and then not moving is not sex. It, they, it's called soaking. Jump humping is when you get someone to jump on the bed. Blah blah blah. blah. Technically, it's not movement. Okay, and now there are actual actual. Oh my gosh. There, th- somebody put up a TikTok. This woman, this girl, put up a TikTok. She's young. It says, "When your bestie is called to soak in a BYU dorm, and you have to jump hump for her," and she's a video of her jumping on a bed. Oh my fucking god, Susie! This is a thing. It's worse than to, you ever thought. I feel like, to be honest, to to do that and not move ever really does take a lot of discipline. It, amen. <laughs> So maybe they will go to heaven because that is a saintly level of like, yeah. And, you know, this, this, uh, I feel like mm. it's always funny when what they're doing in religious, uh, in, in like be- the bedrooms overlaps with the kink community. Yeah. Because they're also edging, like getting them right. Oh, yeah. up, like, what is that one? When you're, when you're basically like getting somebody excited, but then not finishing like oh. you're just putting getting them close to the edge and then like backing off and like close to the edge. It's kind of feel like that that oh and that's that in the kink that world like, that right yes yes uh-huh that is an element that is kink kinky stuff and the same thing yeah. as pegging i'm like that's happening over there and that's happening over here it's really yeah, it does go full circle it, yeah because it's everything but just normal sex <laughs> Oh my god, yes. This is so funny. Normal sex is in the middle and it's actually a circle and weird <laughs> religious sex and kinky sex connect on the other side. Yep. Have you seen and, the Instagram oh, account? It's, I think it's called like BYU Virgin Club or something like that. No, no. No, Suze, that does not come up in my For You page. <laughs> Can you imagine if it did though? Like she hasn't gotten I, laid in a while. Here you go. I think I put it on our brain candy, though, and then all these people that were either still Mormons or used to be were, like, s- telling me all these funny things oh like you're God. describing yeah. that they would do. Okay. And it just seems like a whole lot of work for not a lot of payoff. Well, unless no. you get heaven. Well, I mean, that is a big payoff. I always I, – I, I think it's really – this. I think this is an important question to also ask in every relationship. I think it's important to ask with your partner. I think it's important to just have this conversation. What is sex? Mm-hmm. Tell me what, how do you know when it's done? How do you know when we did it? You will know so fucking much about your partner when you ask them, how, what, 
how do you know sex is What done? are some possible answers? <laughs> I feel like I, I don't let's even play. know. Let, right. Let's play. Like, that's, I think, like, that... What are some possible answers? I remember asking this, I mean, like 25 years ago before I barely even knew the mechanics yeah. of what yeah. anything was. Yeah. I mean, earlier than that, but I remember asking lesbians, like, well, how do you know you're done? Because it, it didn't even occur to me that women right. had orgasms, I think. This is what I'm saying. I think it's an important thing that a lot of women have it in their head that, like, you've got to be a, have the same definition of what sex is if we're going to go do that with somebody. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. I guess so. I just, I think we all assume we're all on the same page. Right. right? That's a big fucking problem when we're all assume, especially when there are gender differences. You put like different and preferences and what that means. Then you have so many things because then you have like maybe the guy who's internalizing like feelings about not being able to perform when he's with a woman who's like, what? We're having sex all the time and it's amazing because he's like doing other things, but maybe he's not finishing. So in his head, they're not having sex, but mm-hmm. she's like, yes, we are. Or vice versa, where it's like, he thinks they are. And so this is happening all the time. I can't tell you how often I've had these conversations with anyone where I'm like, oh, uh, what do you, what is that? What do you think that, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm learning a lot. I saw that like in Lincoln's class, Fourth grade is when they start introducing like body stuff, and it said like we could watch it ahead of time to make sure we're comfortable. I'm like, no, please tell them everything right this second because I don't (laughs) want to. (laughs) Hey, Aunt Sarah will come and we'll do all of it. I have no problem. Sarah has like, you know, presentations. Yes, I got multiple books. I have no children, but multiple books on how to talk to children about sex, which makes sense because that is what I do. I teach parents how to talk about that, and I do talk about. But I don't talk I, about. I tell the parents how to have. I facilitate these conversations with. Yeah, I can't believe though that there are some parents that are like, "Don't tell them anything." For sure, there are. Yeah, but can yeah. you imagine being? That oh person? my god! I mean, please. There are even parents who will call therapists and say, "Don't talk to them about this thing that is oh, the wow. exact reason why they're in therapy to begin with." And it's Do like, you well, listen? then. No, I can't be their therapist. Then they don't, they won't, they're, because that would be a, I couldn't be, I would not be doing my job. Can't do that. Sorry. Here's some referrals to some places that might be able to help. I got bad news for these parents about what the internet is. Oh, for fuck's sake. I know. Like, this isn't like the olden days when we had to kind of like piece things together over time. Right, right. So do you want to tell them or would you like porn to tell them? Right. Those are your options. Did you watch that documentary yet? You sent me raising raise on porn. No, but I I I don't think it's is it out yet. I thought it was. Yeah, I think it wasn't out yet. It just was like they were doing the release, but it looks like it's going to be very. And it's that idea, right, about how kids are exposed to all this stuff. Okay. Yes. And when that is, that's an important thing to, because I think kids need to also understand at an, at an appropriate time when they ask the question that when you're having that conversation with them, you also have to define what that is and what is that, you know, I've thought about this answer of like, like a lot. Like I think about this because if I'm going to ask the question, I have to be also be able to like talk about, well, ask what question other, though. what is sex or like, what is sex? Oh, mean yeah, to, yeah, what yeah. is that? Yeah. You know? And like be able to say, well, it's like... What do, are you comfortable saying what your answer oh, is? Oh, yeah. Uh, that 
It is a physical expression of intimacy between two people or more people, if that's what you want. And it's, um, yeah, like a, a, a time of where you get to be vulnerable and intimate with another person and also uh, uh, maybe work, I guess, in a way together to uh, both experience and give pleasure. Yeah. And if you just define it as that with no end goal of like sex is when a dude ejaculates, that totally changes what the sex experience is because like, Mm -hmm. you know, I've worked with people who have um, survived strokes and they have their body, people who have been in accidents and their functioning has changed. People whose functioning has changed just with age and over time. And so we have to go back and kind of redefine, well, let's talk about what this is. Because I think if you experience those moments, you can get so much joy and so much pleasure and so much like, you know, like I, I'll get tingly feelings from good conversation sometimes, in the, you know, <laughs> you're easy so, to please. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, let's wind it down, Sarah. Oh my God. All right. I'll talk for forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, we talked about Sarah's so much about, today. Sarah's about to start her investigation of the Brittany Murphy murder or death. Correct. I shouldn't say murder. Yeah. Um, we don't know. We'll see who done we'll it. Uh, Caitlin Jenner. Fascinating. Wow, got a lot of documentaries to watch. <laughs> don't bother with John Wayne Gacy unless really you're into it. Really don't bother? The... It's long. Okay. It's long. Yeah. And, and it could have been shorter. I loved it, but that's just because that's my thing. But that yeah. t- that took a few days. Um, Sarah? I'll break what? it up with like the Great British Baking Show and that'll be like a nice like. Are you enjoying it? I mean, I know you are, but. I, come on. It's How about like... when Prue said about squirting? Oh my god, that's it! I just love watching all of them. Like, and she says, and then she's like, "What? Like, you know yeah, what, you girl? Laughing? Come on!" But when, like I said, I I watch the baking ones on American television, and oh I just am so disgusted because I can I can see our reality experience. Oh, oh, I see. Because yeah. then you can compare what yeah. it's like oh, when yes. people aren't exploited and treated like garbage. Yes. Yes. Versus when they are used as like tools just for entertainment and not for anything else. Right. Um, it's just a good contrast. Yep. Yep. Uh, I did. Somebody sent me. I think it's that show too. Somebody sent me a message saying that they saw psychologist in the credits of the Great British Baking Show. So on the one show right. that probably doesn't even right. need one. Right. <laughs> uh, right. Exactly. Exactly. Wow, exactly. Wow, that's exactly, interesting. Exactly. I should look that up. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure. New that Zealand's was it. favorite bird is a bat. We learned about that. So stupid. I'm still mad about that. Judge Judy is on trial in the, the court of brain candy. Yeah, we have questions. Don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. <laughs> and Mormon undergarments. Oh my god, we are learned so much about Mormon sexual, uh, you know, relations. Did today, didn't we? Soaking, come on. Make sure you join our book club, our documentary club. Check out our yes. Patreon, our merch. It helps us yeah. so much. Order some merch. Remember, we're a small business. We're, yeah. It takes some time to get to you. So if you order yeah. it now, you'll have it by Christmas and you'll be ready. Before yeah. Then, but, you know. 
would be under the tree. I'm trying to get all, all right, my we'll presents see. under the tree early this year. Me too. Yeah. Johnny on the spot. All right, yeah. we'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.